0: Hey, what's up, Jeff Zimfer? Welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Once again, if you uh, have been listening for a while, I would really appreciate you taking a moment to leave us a review. That's how we reach other people and dominate as the uh, one of the top podcasts in the industry. Uh, so, if you're on your phone app listening to this, you know you know where to where to find the little link, the tap to go ahead and uh, leave a re- re- review of uh, this uh, podcast. I'd greatly appreciate that. And if you're new, welcome. Hey, uh, glad you're here make sure you're joining our Facebook group. It's over on Facebook, just search for Mortgage Marketing Radio and uh, there'll be a link as well in the show notes to our Facebook group, so you can check that out. Now, as you know, you've been listening for some time. Uh, Every week, I'd like to bring a success story to you from the streets, one of our mortgage professionals that are a member of My Agent Classes, which is our platform of education that allows us to reach agents at scale and leapfrog from solicitor and vendor to partner and peer. You know, one of my favorite sayings is that if you want someone's business, you need to become part of their business. and That is so true for us in the situation with ourselves and real estate agents as that particular uh, pillar of referral partners. There are others, of course, um, but let's just face it. Realtors are still, and uh, for the foreseeable future, will continue to be, whether that's listing side or buy side, uh, will continue to be a solid source of high-quality, high-converting uh, buyer referrals. The question is, how do you get engaged? how do you get attention? How do you approach them? Because your approach matters. Your value proposition matters. The first point of engagement matters. And unfortunately, most are stuck in the position of solicitor uh, or vendor. And vendor is someone who leads with product and pricing. And let me ask you a question. How loyal do you feel when you think of someone and they're a vendor? Like How much value do you put in that relationship? Right? How much trust? Probably not much. And that's why I'm making it my mission to help you, the listener, right, fellow mortgage professionals to become a partner and a peer and to move out of the stage of vendor. How do you do that? You help agents solve problems. How do you reach the agents? How do you get engagement? How do you attract instead of chase? Look, I've been doing this since 2003, and I haven't found yet a more effective, efficient way to reach agents at scale than leading with education. So what we do is we help mortgage professionals teach classes in their local market, in person or virtually, with a complete done-for-you turnkey platform called Myogen Classes that helps equip you to become the thought leader without having to be an expert on the topics, without having to really struggle to get butts in the seats. You follow our program, our system, you will reach agents at scale and, dare I say it, double your realtor referrals and increase your income. How do I know? Well, because this week I got our latest success story of the week, and that comes from one of our longtime members, Liz Reese. What is up, Liz? Liz has been working with us for, it's got to be approaching three years easily, but Liz has been doing classes pretty consistently in her local market. Many of them over over Zoom, by the way, virtually. However, uh, she just posted in our private Facebook group that she had the education committee director for the uh, Central Valley Association of Realtors, where she operates, reach out to her and wants to book her, Liz, to come teach a class every six weeks in 2024. Folks, this is what happens when you build a personal brand of value, right? It attracts. When you demonstrate this consistently, when you show up repeatedly, right, and you share good content, you help people solve problems, you're differentiating yourself. You're not leading with products and price. You will attract resistance, goes down, trust goes up conversations lead to contracts and they lead to a situation like Liz getting invited to get in front of the board of realtors every six weeks where they're going to promote her classes for her. How amazing is that? Would you like to learn more? Would you like to see more success stories? You can book a time on my calendar right now by simply going to mortgagemarketing.pro. Grab a time on the calendar that works and we will have a chat and see if we are a fit for you, mortgagemarketing.pro. This week, I'm bringing to you a very special guest who I had the opportunity to connect with in the last few weeks and uh, really wanted to just introduce you to uh, introduce him to you, uh, Josh Friend. Josh Friend is a luminary in our industry, has been in our industry for uh, 25 years, 23, 25 years, has funded millions and millions of dollars of loans, has personally trained thousands of loan officers. And today, what he's focused on is helping lenders originators drive purchase volume while increasing real estate agent engagement. And he's doing that by leveraging his platform called Incelerate, which is a pretty amazing technology CRM marketing automation platform uh, that really delivers on this conversation he and I talk about uh, today, which is uh, improving the borrower experience, uh, increasing efficiencies, freeing up time um, from, from the repetitive tasks that many originators have to do in this business. How about capturing the future transactions uh, from your past and future clients that most miss out on because they're simply not in front of the right people. Well, Josh and I just kind of have a really you know quick power discussion on what's missing from the tech stack for most originators today when it comes to that. Uh, we're gonna definitely uh, talk about uh, what what he learned uh, as a 20 plus year career originator and you know this whole concept behind lead gen, right? Uh, consumer direct and what does that look like and what is the infrastructure you need to have in place? And if you're intrigued or curious to want to learn more about his platform called Incelerate, I-N-S-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-E, Incelerate. Um, I spent a lot of time looking at different tech platforms, working in a few, as a matter of fact, uh, and have been working you know, um, in and around the uh, whole marketing automation technology field for the last decade. And uh, th- listen, this is no commercial. I don't get anything for this. I just like to bring cool stuff to you guys, the listeners, and I think this fits the bill for that. So uh, the link will be in the show notes to incelerate.com, but I hope you enjoy this conversation with Josh Friend. Now let's get into this week's show. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff, for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure, man. Good to connect with you. Um, so we got to jump into it for sake of time here today. Uh, if you would, just give us the kind of brief backgrounder, who you are in the industry. What do you do?
1: So, um, I'm currently on the CEO of Accelerate. uh Background, come January, it'll be 24 years I've uh, been in the mortgage industry. So, I started off uh, as a loan officer in 1999. And then by 2003, I started my first mortgage company. Um, 2010, I invested in a bank called People's Bank, helped them grow their mortgage company from $190 million a year in business to about $3 billion. Uh, sold the bank in 2018, and um, the software we built along the way, Accelerate, kind of really was gaining some popularity amongst other lenders. They you know, wanted to use it, so we started selling it. And since 2018, that's just what I do full time. Which is, you know, it's great because I get to do what I enjoy most, which is going into mortgage companies, figuring out how, how they become more efficient, mm-hmm. how they can you know do things better. I miss having the loan officers and having the that type of camaraderie and sales training I used to be able to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I've been in this industry for, you know, 24 years now. So that's really, you know, my background.
0: How how do you go from being an originator to developing a, you know, becoming a software executive and (laughs) building a CRM?
1: (laughs) Um, I was, so I worked at IndyMac Bank's first call center. So IndyMac Bank had, they had really good technology and they really thought about technology. And so I worked there for a couple of years. So I saw a lot of things that they were trying to do. And then I just happened to be one of those kids that, um, you know, when I was in junior high, I, I could I learned how to computer program. So I knew technology. I was an engineer in college. So when I started my mortgage company, I'm like, oh, well, let me take engineering processes and practices of efficiencies and mapping out the workflow and going through the whole process and go, gee, why does it take so long here? We can put more people here, build a process better here. And then I just start building software hey, I want to be able to track this. I want this to happen. That doesn't happen. Well, shoot, let's automate it. And that's, so, you know, so that was just, you know, just from my own need and use. And, you know, obviously that need and use that I had, you know, I spent somewhere in the neighborhood with $30 million marketing mortgages to consumers as a lender. So, you know, I, you know, I I figured if I solve that for myself, that's a large spend, then I know I can help other people solve their needs. And that's really what it came down to is just, Uh, you know, uh, let's do this full-time.
0: All right. Well, that's an interesting um, entry point there. You spent $30 million marketing mortgages to consumers. Two quick (laughs) questions on that. What did you learn uh, about how to get consumers to engage or respond to that?
1: Well, what I learned, the most important thing in um, gaining consumers is your top of funnel management. So, a lot of people, I would, I mean, I did a ton of direct mail. I bought internet leads, did radio. I didn't never. I never did television. It's the one thing I stayed away from, but I did everything else. Call centers, you know, buying leads from Tree, Zillow, our own stuff. You know, I would find other lenders who would come into the process and say, hey, you know, we tried that. But they just never had the systems in place and discipline in place to actually make it work. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is you buy a lead, you get a lead, you generate a lead. If you're not systematically calling that lead in less than like 30 seconds you you've, you've lost the game and that's just what stats have shown over and over and over again first right. person to talk to a customer gets the business you're more likely to contact a customer in the first you know five minutes versus 30 i mean 30 minutes the, the massive amount of automation so that's really originally what it was with accelerate is hey you know i'm going to get a certain amount of business but there's a lot of waste that comes over here because they're not getting called in time. No one's ever following up with them. No one's ever reaching out with them. If I can automate all that, mm-hmm. I can make money. And that, you know, so that's what I really learned was it's, it's really and you have to look at your customer, even if you're just a straight retail loan officer that gets referrals. Every contact you look, you have to look at it, that's a lead. And how do you manage that in real time and for a lifetime?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to assume. I hope this doesn't sound like a softball question, but uh, I'm going to assume that if you're doing any type of lead gen at any any volume beyond single digits, you need some type of a a a system or platform and automation to manage that.
1: Yeah, I I would say in 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 any level. So we, you know, it's fine. So we have done uh, what we call our MBA contact study. Uh, We've six different years of it now, so it's been it's been a long time. Um, Most recent one. We go out and we contact, usually each study, about 500 lenders. We go to their website, do whatever form of contact me now, call, get rate, whatever they have available, we fill it out. Mm. We have a burner phone. <laughs> we have a, you know the whole setup. And then we track who calls us, when they call us, who texts us, who emails us, how often. Yeah. And you would be surprised that we want – You know, we're talking fourteen hundred largest lenders in America. We typically take the NBA's list of top lenders in America and contact them because those are the ones we figure. You know, about five hundred at a time. But overall, it's been I think around fourteen hundred different lenders over the years, kind of in and out of that five hundred. On average, less than fifty percent of the time, they does that lead ever get contact. Hmm. Wow, like it's insane. Like you know, think I mean, just think about that. And so you're a loan officer. The only thing you have to offer someone is your service and talking to them, right? Sure. That's a missed opportunity.
0: Um, Well, and those that's examples from companies that are arguably assuming they're using some type of a platform for lead capture and follow-up, yet half the time, no one's getting any follow-up. That's right. That's a lot of money lost. Um, That's unfortunate. Uh, So part two of the question of the 30 million spend over time with regards to uh, generating leads. You talk about kind of what you learn, top of the funnel, speed to lead, all that kind of stuff. What has changed, or what have you stopped doing, or or have you started doing? Right, perhaps in the last few years with the evolution of the consumer journey and tech, for example.
1: Yeah. So I mean, now I I no longer spend the money to market, so I get to work with all my lenders that do. But so you know, now I you know I get a broad view of a lot of things. What I can tell you is my lenders that have really embraced understanding how to use social and and, and really digitally automate it have really done well. Okay. That has become an actually really strong place for people to find, keep, and retain business. And, you know, you can build it into like a workflow just like anything else now. Like So, for example, using Accelerate, you can say every lead at six months that's at this pre-approval status or whatever it is, I want to go into my Facebook campaign XYZ. And in Facebook, you can have a campaign XYZ, which is, hey, it's been whatever, I'm your local lender, whatever you want that message to be, or during the process. So what we're seeing is lenders who are sprinkling in this in. Now I'm working with a customer. I tried to call them. I've spoken to them. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to see a social media lead. Now, here's the great thing about it. They don't have to be your friend. Mm. So s- social media, and you and you can do this on your own. You can go and pull down a list on your own, and go manually send this to and go into Facebook and upload right. a custom a custom audience list. You can do this all manually if you want. Right, and then and target people yeah. who are doing that type of business, marketing to new consumers, retargeting old consumers, and then following up with emails, calls, tech. They're it's it's a multi-channel approach at this point. Mm. It's like I want a customer wants to interact when they want to interact and how they want to interact. You know, yeah. so that, that's what we, you know, reminds me, reminds
0: me reminds of the phrase Omnichannel, right? Which is kind of that buzzword that was used a lot. Um, but that's true today because the, the consumer is kind of like that hummingbird who goes around to all these different destinations. It's no longer one road.
1: That's right. And you and you show up everywhere. Yeah. Because when they're ready to eat, you want to be there, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But what you're saying is, this is back to the automation thing. Most people, well, not most, but there's some hurdles to doing that manually, quote unquote, to getting in there and setting up your spouse, especially if you're an LO, right? And you're not, you weren't programming in high school. Um, yeah. But the fact that you have a platform like yours, Accelerate, which can recognize those stages or milestones to actually fire off a campaign like that automatically.
1: That's right. That's the whole thing. So you don't, you know, I think is what is exciting about the mortgage industry now is you don't have to be super tech savvy or spend a lot of money to now deploy technology that's actually f- far advanced than some of the top lenders in America, mm-hmm. right? You, you can be a lender or a loan officer that every time someone reaches out to you, you guarantee hundred percent of the time you reach out to them multiple times, right? And you're already doing better than some of the best, the you know, biggest lenders in America. And it's like, you know, they have huge pockets, deep pockets, and they still don't do this well.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, so tech, you know, this has been, and you know, this probably better than most this whole, you know, discussion or point of everything we just talked about, right? Automation. And we got to be in front of the customer and the freaking and speed to lead and all that kind of stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is, that's not necessarily a quote, new
1: narrative, right? No. Yeah.
0: But is it t- why is it so hard to get adoption?
1: Well, there really hasn't been systems out there in place that do this. Okay. So there's two systems out there in the marketplace that's get sold to the Moore's companies that can enable the speed delete, mm. okay? The other company was, software was built in 2003 and does zero for retail loan officers. It only helps consumer direct loan officers. There's no retail functionality. So, <laughs> huh?
0: I'm really curious who we're talking about here. <laughs> but, Velocify,
1: Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the only other one that has lead distribution, automatic dialing, it's mm-hmm. us and them.
0: Okay. They
1: don't have things like a content library, they don't have. We have single property page landing pages and open house flyers. They don't have any of the retail functionality. They're just, they're just purely. Someone raise their hand. We're going to make sure someone calls them and talks to them. Hmm. We have all that built-in functionality, but we just take it to the CRM and to the retail loan officer, and we empower more than just a call center. So that that's why I mean, it just has the technology hasn't been out there. Phone systems are not easy to work with, right? You know, when I first got in the industry, when I started my first mortgage company, I was doing integrations of phone systems immediately because I knew, hey, if I'm really talking about working with a customer and most of my communications by phone, I better make sure I actually know what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. So like in our system, you can make it that every phone call to and from your customers tagged within this within their lead record. You can create rules. If they don't get called, this happens. If they do get called, that happens. There's like a lot of reporting and management and really understanding what's going on. And just not a lenders, not a lot of lenders have ever actually really done that. And let's just be honest hey, two, 20, 21, 22 parts of it. I mean, these lenders crushed it. They didn't have to call they went back. And they still had more business than they possibly could shake a stick at. The difference is those lenders who today weren't calling them back and aren't doing it, they're not going to survive in a down market. Like now you, you can't be bad at this. You have to be really efficient.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's back to the basics, uh, all that, which it's funny, this industry of things, you, you know, goes through these cycles. Of, you know, braining from the sky money and then this, you know, the spigot turns off and everybody wakes up. It's like, shit, I got to actually do some work, man. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there's lots of sports cars for sale right now. You know, people are uh, at yeah. Uh, yeah, you see it all. But it's, you know, it 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 is, I mean, in my 24 years experience, um, my easiest, most profitable years, I would the easiest in the mortgage industry, have been after major market down cycles. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Why? Because the, the the herds thinned out?
1: The herds thinned out. And when I'm less busy, and there's more need to be efficient, I'm paying even more attention to how everything's working within my organization. So I'm becoming hyper efficient with everything that we do. Yeah. So the minute that there's been a product that gets found, the uh, consumer set the rates, whatever takes place, we're way ahead of it. We're very much more, we've already become more efficient over the last, so last down there. So we just are able to, we were just able to grow faster and have just, I mean, I had some easy years, 2009, 10, 11, 12, some of the easiest years I ever had in the industry. And other people were like, oh, you're in the mortgage industry? Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's like, (laughs) okay. I mean, I have to tell you, I'm absolutely killing it. And it's, it's been easiest I've ever in my entire life. So you you just have to work on efficiencies. And here's the other thing. If so many people have left the industry and so many loan officers are feeling sorry for themselves right now. If you're willing to be positive and work hard, it's you can easily outwork someone else. Yeah, right? It's still going to be close to $2 trillion in business every year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of money. I mean, I well, whoever you are, that's a lot of money to make. So yeah. you know, if someone's going to make them. I, I tell people, loan officers, there's going to be loan officers that are making a million dollars this year.
0: Mm.
1: Right? So it's possible. Why not you? It's not like impossible to do it.
0: What was your uh, top sources of business when you were originating?
1: Um, so when I worked at IndyMac, I mean, my top sources of business was actually lending tree leads. I was, oh, no. Lend- I was on the lending I was on the lending tree lead uh, a team. I oh, had no. some referrals, but we were I was in a call center, and I was on the lending tree team because I, I had extremely high conversions with them. Mm. Um, that was probably my top source. The top source of the business for the company was their servicing portfolio, okay. which you can you, you can imagine that that's. I unfortunately wasn't on the service and portfolio team, mm. but uh, you know, did,
0: did you ever, you know, work the traditional kind of realtor referrals, all that?
1: Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the way I, the way it would have, I, it would work for me is I would do a loan. Someone at Lennon Tree was buying a house and they would, and they would go to lending Tree to look for a loan. I do the loan and I meet the real estate agent who was a seller's agent. Uh, okay. And I would go in and be like, Hey, listen, I'm just going to tell you, I know you don't know me, but let me just tell you how it work. I'm going to update you this time. You know, and I gave them, the same pitches I would give you if I was a retail loan officer. Like, I, I know my product. I know my service. I'm, you know, I'm always going to be on time. I can give you keep you updated and you you don't have to worry. And I would do such a good job, I would get business all the time. Because at the end of the day, real estate agents, do they really care if I take them out to lunch? No, well, I, mean, they, I can make friends with them on the phone. They they, right. they It helps. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and it's right, yeah.
1: They want service. They want, mm-hmm. hey, I want to know if I'm going to do, buy, someone's buying a house, I tell them to go talk to Josh. They're gonna like Josh. It's gonna work well with Josh. If he tells me it's closing on the fifteenth, it's closing on the fifteenth, and I don't have to lose sleep about it, right? So and so, I would, I did, I did do a lot of purchase business to real estate agents just because I would earn their business on the, outside. Yeah.
0: That well, that's the first test, right? You've earned their business. You did, did a great job. Then maybe it's appropriate. And I'm sure once you got that success, uh, obviously you earned referrals from them that didn't come from LendingTree. tree
1: oh, that that that's exactly what well, that's yeah. exactly how it worked. Yeah. I would say, hey, listen, you know. You know I'd be more than happy to help. And usually what they would find is that transaction was so easy right now that I have someone who's buying a house and your rates seem great, whatever service. I just, can you talk to my person? Cause it's, I'd rather give my person great service than yep. you know something, you know, than just you know, a local person.
0: Exactly. See, that's the whole thing is rates and service it's it's relevant, but not until you get into a transaction. So, you know, like what uh, you and I've talked before. What I focus on is the step before that, like top of the funnel. You got to get the conversation first, cause, right? Because you know, I, yeah, I know you're great. Everybody says they're great. Let's see how great you are. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> right. Um, if if you don't mind, I want to throw a quick curveball at you. uh, The NAR lawsuit situation. I'm, I'm I'm curious now to get executives like you know yourself. Your take on that forward, directionally looking, what do you say?
1: Um, I mean, I really think it's a really interesting uh, ruling. And I think it's also very interesting with the timing of the dual agency ruling that came out, was it last year? Mm. I I think it is going to have sweeping impacts on the mortgage industry as well as the real estate industry. And over the next three to five years, I think we're going to see a change of how consumers buy and get loans. I think there's gonna, I really think there's gonna be a difference in that. Any,
0: uh, you painting any pictures on what what that means?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, if I'm a real estate agent I'm a broker owner and all of a sudden my commission is going to get cut by a point or two. And now that's where that what's going to happen is it's now basically saying, Hey, you know, you, you can't artificially keep 6%. And if someone's, only offering 2% on the sell side, you can't not make offers. Because that, you know, that's really what it came down to is, well, let's stay away from the for sale by homeowners because they're not paying us the 3% and this. and let's That's going to start getting some serious pressure. Now, consumers are going to say, oh, wait a minute. I want to pay 4% or 3% and it's going to happen. And they're going to start pushing commissions down and their real estate agents are still going to want to make money. And guess what? You now can be a loan officer and a realtor at the same time.
0: Explain what you mean by that.
1: Well, so it used to be with FHA rules and stuff. There's dual agencies where you couldn't be a, you, I, as a real estate company, mm-hmm. couldn't also be a mortgage company. So yeah, I couldn't yeah. do home loans and sell a house at the same time. Right. You can now.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So I, I, you, where I'm seeing people go out to real estate agents, mm-hmm. companies and say, Hey, be a non-producing branch manager as the owner. And your loan officer or your real estate agents or loan officer assistants, they have to take the application, and then my inside person will actually close a loan. Now everyone gets paid, and it's it's compliant. Interesting. So
0: yeah, I I think that's the the question mark is we really don't know yet what this is all going to look like.
1: So that I mean, so I just see those two things converging, like as in yeah, I people want to they real estate realtors want to make money same money they're going to figure out revenue it's an interesting
0: dialogue though to be a seller right which you know i know you've obviously experienced this is when you're selling a home and this was the the one angle some realtor had brought up it's like how many sellers actually even recognize that your five percent two and a half of that is going to the buyer buyer's agent like do you think a lot of sellers even connect the dots on that
1: no I yeah. yeah yeah i would agree
0: and, and so when they do because i was trying i was thinking about that to myself now that this whole thing has come down because it's just been standard practice right now like, oh, yeah whatever it's five percent you know buyer's agent's got to get paid i get it yeah but now you start bringing that to the surface and you're like wait a minute why does it make sense for me to pay two and a half percent to somebody who's against me you know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, that, well, what are they really br- the position what are they really bringing to the table and you know what what what's being brought to the table if i mean I, you know, I can tell you that my experience in finding homes, now I've had real estate agents that have been actually really good at what they do, but I've always found my own home.
0: Yeah, that's right. You're usually finding it online, whatever. Okay. Let's look at this. Yeah.
1: And they help me with the contract and they go, and and, yeah, and it is worth something definitely, but it's not necessarily worth 3% or 2.5% of the purchase price at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. On either
1: side. So that's good. I just think that'll change. I just, for sure it's gonna take, take some time there's right. a lot of money in the, in the in the lobbyist group so i don't know if, you know it it, it it's it, you did you know, see money. that
0: i saw sat the other day that said like the nar was one of the largest lobbyists in the country
1: i, I think they are the largest if i if i'm not mistaken. like it. how
0: did that pay off
1: <laughs> not so well <laughs> well because it took so long for that to take place maybe
0: <laughs> maybe right but their their representation sucked yeah uh, you know so anyway uh so let's let's then put a tap on this with a few minutes we have left then, uh okay, put your originator hat on, you're out in the streets, you're you know elbow to elbow with agents and you know doing the usual stuff. there's all this chatter right now. How are you coaching yourself or other l o s of how to adapt to this? How are you engaging with agents or others considering this whole n a r thing
1: um I mean i right now I'm just it, it, business as usual, yeah, going out there trying to hustle you know i'm doing more effort than I normally do. I'm being very diligent, right? So sometimes people can become real busy and they're busy every day, but they're not disciplined to why they're busy. So it's not as effective. Mm-hmm. So I get really busy right now. I get really effective Mondays. I do this Wednesdays. I do this Fridays I do this time block. Yep. You know, I, you know, I'm going to consistently call these people once a week for the next six months, regardless of the giving, i get really specific around those tasks and just focus on those. So that's what you can do is, you know, uh, you don't just also a alone uh, funds. Mm-hmm. You, all this work goes, you make friends, you get referrals, You you all this stuff happens, you talk to the cut. Co- so it's just focusing on all those steps. I would just say, I must focus my energy and time on all yeah. the steps that give me business and track how much of that I'm doing and just do as, you know, every week, make sure I do those steps, make sure I do my prospect, and my this. So, you know, you're not missing out and just be disciplined about it. And just, you know, that's really what it comes down to is, be disciplined about, you know, what, what the steps are and, you know, just keep doing the work.
0: So no magic uh, pixie dust. It's just be brilliant in the basics again, right?
1: Fundamentals. Listen, I was talking to someone recently that uh, I know, a uh, younger kid in business and I'm Mike and I go, listen, at the end of the day, all you have is your time and effort. Like, you know, if you have a hundred million dollars in the bank and you're managing that, sure, your assets is worth more than your time and effort. But right now, most of us, our most valuable assets are time and our effort. Yeah. So we have to just go, you have to go do the work. Nothing magic about it. Just do the work.
0: That is true. And when possible, use automation and tech platforms in a smart way to get more efficiency and leverage. Right? That's right. That's right. Well, that is doing
1: the work. Right. Setting right. all that up, doing the work, put it all in place, understand how it works. So do the work.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Michael Gerber, the e-myth, but the system is the solution, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it's all about. So on that note, I know uh, we are tight for time. We've got like yep. one minute left. Um, for those who want to learn more about incelerate, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I N S E L L E R A T E lots of good info on there. We obviously barely talked about what you guys do. And I just think I wanted to bring somebody of your you know, leadership and background just to kind of talk about, yeah. you know, the things we did, but, um, Please, if you're listening to this, whether you're an individual producer or uh, an ex- executive branch manager in some company, if you haven't checked out Encelerate, this is this is kind of my endorsement because you and I had a look behind the hood uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you, you know definitely some really cool stuff when it comes to uh, the tech platform that you're doing. So, is awesome. that be okay to direct people there?
1: Yeah, no, just just go to insulate.com. You can go there, ask for some information. Yeah, and, uh, you'll you'll someone will reach out to you. But Jeff, hey, listen, I really appreciate it, and it's uh, great talking to you.
0: Yeah, you as well. So listeners, you know what to do. If you like this episode, leave us a review, share it with somebody that you might think would find it useful, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans. You need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts in seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months, and we'll provide that list, upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.